This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. Saturday night in Milwaukee, right? In Milwaukee? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 8 30 p.m. ABC game, baby. There you go. So. I mean, look, it's a massive game. Uh, prime time uh, against the team that you're still trying to chase for potentially that number two seed. Um, I mean, ton of pressure. A pressure on Embiid, pressure on Harden, pressure on Maxi. Like, this is, you have to go into Milwaukee. And look, I, I actually think, you know, I have this, uh, I have this thing with the Eagles where sometimes I want to see style points out of them. I, I need to see them win with style. I don't just need to see them win. I need to see them win with style. If they're playing a bad team or whatever. This to me is just go win the game. I don't care if you win 99 to 98. I don't care if you have to score 130 points to do it. Find a way. Get it done. Just, just go win it. Because to your point, there's been a lot of games where we have said, you know, oh, this, this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, they don't make that one little extra play to, to win the big game. This isn't a style points game. This is just go win the game. But I do think the important component, too, is go win because it'll make fans believe in you more. If they lose Saturday night to Milwaukee, coming off of this loss, coming off the Boston loss, coming off of splitting with Miami, look, I think you're going to see a lot of people really, really out on this team. I tend to agree. And look, I think if you're, if I see some BS motivational stretch during this game where they're moping around on defense or Mm -hmm. Harden is not paying attention or Joel is failing to close out on guys, like this is like the regular season game. Milwaukee is on a 16-game winning streak. You are coming off a loss to Dallas on national TV. You're one and three this week. You have absolutely everything to prove. Even if you set aside like proving stuff to the fans or the media yeah, or whoever. To yourselves, yeah. This is about proving something to yourself that you can go out and beat a real deal contender. Like there are some people who think the Bucs are just straight up the best team in the league. And considering they've won 16 straight games. Right now, there's not a great argument against that. They are the number one seed in the East. And, yeah, they've won the title you know, they, before. They've won the title. They have, you know, if I were to sit here and ask you who is the first guy, current guy, you'd want to build a team around, if Giannis isn't first, he's going to be very high on your list. Yeah, so, he's you know, 1A. Yeah, he's right yeah, there. Like, I, he's an unbelievable player, a guy that Joel tends to get up for these games. And it's also a team that, I, Joel had a good game in the last meeting, but he has had some trouble situationally against these guys before. Like Brooke Lopez, very, very good defender mm. starting at center. And so this is a, a true MVP stakes type game for Joel Embiid. It's a huge game for the team. We get to see what does Maxi look like? 
how does Doc sub this game? I think we've seen, and we've talked about it some on the podcast, in these big games, Doc has chosen to sub it more like I think he'd sub a playoff game where he is staggering Joel and James and he's treating it with the level of seriousness that a game like that probably deserves, even if it's in the regular season. So I agree with you. Like this is, I don't want to hear, like I'll probably sit here on Sunday morning when we do our next pod (laughs) after they inevitably lose and Milwaukee wins their 17th straight game. And I'll say, well, there's still a lot of good signs, but like, I agree with you in my heart of hearts. I think they need to win this game. Like I, well, so I think that's what, that's what I was going to ask you. Is there a world? Cause look, on, look, if they win on Saturday, maybe we're talking about them still being running for the two seed, but realistically they're what four and a half back or is it five and a half now because, because of the loss tonight? Well, so here's the problem. The real issue with Milwaukee pushing to number one is they have no chance to pass Boston at two. Like, yeah, that that's what we've talked about. The tiebreaker with Boston was a problem for the one seed. It's also a problem for the two seed. So yeah, not ideal. they are basically stuck in three unless they catch Milwaukee. And, you know, in that case, if they're able to catch Milwaukee at the pace they're playing at, maybe they end up in the one seed, but it's just a, a really weird jumble well it's gonna right be now. funny when not funny my bro might not be the right word but when we're doing pods in the final week being like should the sixers tank to fall to four and then like avoid avoid boston in the second round but um the what i was gonna ask you was is there a way they lose on sunday or saturday and you can actually still feel good or are you also in like have to win this game mode i mean again i don't have the you emotional... felt good after the boston loss at least better i did but i i felt good after the boston loss off the strength of, you know, this has been a long, basically three month run where mm-hmm. they've done almost nothing but win. And they've had a lot of gut check, crunch sure. time, chips are down type wins. You know, we could go through them. Two games on the road on a back to back in LA and Utah that they win on last second plays and crunch time. Great wins. They get a win in Sacramento where. Joel and James both sit and they find a way to, to pull that game out of the fire. I mean, there's there's just lots of games like that over that period where it's like, okay, I'm willing to say you can lose a game to Boston in crunch time and we don't have to burn the city of Philadelphia down. But, <laughs> you know, as they get into this tough stretch, I get if there's an escalating level of concern from the fan base because it's one thing to win games in December and January when you have a little bit of a softer schedule. If you hit this tough slate and all we're doing is throwing up our hands and saying, well, it's just a tough schedule and there's nothing they can do. Well, then you don't really believe in them as a contender like that to me says everything. So I can sit here and say, yeah, there's a silver lining in this Bucks game if they lose and there's a lot of good stuff and we can point to positives. But, yeah, they need to get results like this can't just be the silver lining March like that if that's mm-hmm. not good enough. They need to find ways to experiment and for Joel to play well and James to play well and Doc to you know set up the rotation and, and Maxi to find his way. And they need to do all that and still win games. The period so, that's the end of the discussion. I, I agree. Like I, I think Saturday night is is massive in getting a win. But last question I'll have for you going into the game. What do you look We talked about the big picture ramifications from a matchup perspective, how they can win the game, what you're interested in seeing, what are the, the, you know, X's and O's inside the game type of thing you're looking for in this matchup. 
Well, one, and Doc did not do this tonight, which is, I think, a big part of why the game got away from them. They have to stagger Joel and James. Like, enough of this all-bench lineup. I know the all-bench lineup worked at the start of the fourth quarter, but that was just about Tyrese going on a blinder for, you know. They were also against a lot of bench guys on the map, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and it's a, like, I don't put as much stock into that kind of stuff when it's a, that was clearly a situation where Dallas has taken their foot off the gas. Yep. And look, credit to Tyrese and those guys that were on the floor. They took advantage of the the discrepancy in motivation. But I do think, to your point earlier about there's only so much room for experimentation and all that, where I do agree with that, where I do think they need to start honing in is you do need to kind of start subbing games as if this is a playoff game. Like mm-hmm. this is the type of rotation. Maybe not, you're not going to shrink it down yet. Like you're still playing nine, 10 guys every night, hopefully, but you still need to get guys in at the times that you're expecting for them to come in during a playoff game. Like James is going to be in at the start of second quarters, the start of fourth quarters. And what you're changing is not that you're changing who he's playing alongside. Like maybe it's Daniel house jr. On one night, maybe it's George and Yang when you need some extra shooting. Maybe you see Shake Milton and DeAnthony Melton in a, you know, a, a three guard. I know we talked about three guards earlier in the year, yeah, but like a different version of, a, <laughs> but a different version of, you know, three guards. So that's the sort of stuff I want to see is Doc straddling that middle ground between, yeah, we need to shift some things around and shake some things up, but also treat these games with the seriousness they need to. I'm not saying you play Joel 40 minutes or James 40 minutes, but these are proving ground type games. And you want to come out of this thing. I might. (laughs) I I, I might be good going all in and try to win this game and prove that you can do it. I guess. I mean, Milwaukee has a rest advantage coming into this game. They're just going to be sitting around waiting for this one. So you're going to need a lot to win this one. And again, this whole month is so relentless that you can't really afford to say, well, this game matters and the rest of them don't because, you know, let's say for the sake of discussion that they just throw everything at the Bucks. Well, then they have a back-to-back a few days later. Yeah, it is Then brutal. it's just like they have more of them the rest of the month. And Joel's probably going to have to sit some of those. We saw him sit the, uh, the Wednesday game in Miami. Yep. Like just to get – so it's Milwaukee, then Indiana, Minnesota, back-to-back Monday, Tuesday – they're home for two games, and then they go back on the road. They have another back-to-back in Charlotte and Indiana, which is not really an especially close back-to-back. No. And, so, and then later in the month, they have a back-to-back in Golden State and Phoenix. And it's like, yeah, it that's... just never stops. So you can't, the reason you can't sell out for one game, even though, like, I agree with you. If you're talking about spiritually and for the sake of getting one of these games in the bag where it's like, all right, both teams are at full strength. These are and two you won, teams. Yeah. One is the one seed currently on the longest win streak in the league with a potential MVP candidate, like a year-in, year-out MVP candidate, and a team that you're gunning for in the East that you are probably going to have to beat to go to the finals. This is a game that means a lot. Like That's one that you'll look back when you get to the playoffs and say, I don't give a shit if we're down 15 points to – you know, the Knicks or the mm-hmm. Heat or one of these other like lower half of the East playoff teams because we can beat Milwaukee. We've come back against the Clippers. We beat the Denver Nuggets. And you just build up this reservoir of 
of belief amongst these guys. Yeah. And, you know, they already sort of have that. Like the fact that they fought back in this Mavs game, despite the fact that I still think it was kind of a fake comeback, that shows you that there is more of that belief that they're never out of games. But I do think that this would be a signature win in a way that maybe none of their other games have been save for the Denver game. Well, we do know if there's anything about this team is they play hard for doc, right? So they, <laughs> they're all, they're never out of it with doc. So, all right. I mean, look, we're going to record Sunday morning. It sounds like we both think they're probably going to lose, but who knows? Maybe we'll, uh, we'll be talking about the biggest win of the season, renewed hope, ending the bucks winning streak. Maybe that'll be Sunday morning. Who knows? So um, anything else you wanted to get to before we wrap this up? No, I mean, I, I guess by the time people are listening to this, the uh, the Maxi article that I basically had written will yes. finally be up on the website. I'll make some tweaks to that overnight. And well, you can I'm actually curious. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> yeah. to see what the numbers actually say the lineups look like now after they got absolutely bulldozed tonight yeah. in Dallas. <laughs> well, good news. You can just embed the pod at the top of the article, and then people don't even have to no, I'm just sure. kidding. Everyone read the article. I'm sure it's going to be very good. Like I said, man, when you have a take, just tweet that bad boy out. You know, just, just tweet it out. Get it going. And you'll be uh, Unfortunately, Elliot, they paid me to be a writer and not a tweet. It's a good point. So, uh, not yet. Uh, not everyone only has to write in 280 characters at a time or whatever. So 